0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 282 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia, cold as a witch's tit, Dumont.
1: I'm another host, cold as a witch's bum. <laughs> Paul Rampton. Um That's not a thing. No, it isn't. Cold as a whore in church, right? Something like that. No. No.
0: Okay. No, nope, not that either.
1: No. I'm just cold.
0: <sighs> okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, it's I don't a know little. If
1: this heater's working in here, or not. It's a
0: little chilly this morning. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we it, it kind of a kind of a short one for us. We didn't have a l- whole lot of time to watch things with the with the the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, I was busy as hell. Cooking. Even though it's only for four people, it's still, the prep is, I mean, it's honestly not that much different. Because you don't make four portions of anything. Yeah. You you cook for at least six. Six to eight. Yeah. Realistically. What happened? Your pants fell down? Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, Paul, pants are falling Robinson over yeah. here.
1: I just want to get comfy. Settle in.
0: By pulling your pants up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was, um, there was, uh, some, some comments that had been made about, you know, the, the whole SAG thing and, and sure. I'm not getting into the whole SAG thing cause we've gotten into it many times and it is what it is. Um, but something that I did want to get into that a lot of people don't really understand is, um, the importance of lower level, mid-level actors getting paid. Uh, fairly, but not just fairly, but more so residuals. Um, And so to to sort of clarify things, because people really don't get this. They really think like they hear these numbers. And now we do the same thing, right? When we go, oh, Ben Affleck made $15 million for that movie. Could he not have made less and made that movie less? Like I say that because the man is established, right? And so when people are walking around like, oh, we bought a yacht this year. It's like, okay, listen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not one for excess. I guess that's the thing for me. Mm-hmm. I it's my attitude towards any any celebrity, regardless of who they are, any person, any one percenter or five percenter or even ten percenter mm-hmm. uh, and above. Honestly, I just feel like living in excess is so crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy to me. And it's entertaining. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'll watch Below Deck and be like, "This is wild to me." Yeah. what people spend on this. Um, <clears throat> but I just. Uh, to to clarify things, right? People hear a number and they go, "Well, that's a lot." And uh, Taraji P. Henson had been a person who had spoken very candidly about um, expenses and payment and and what that actually tallies down to. Yeah. At the end of the day, don't quote me on the numbers. I think you know I I I've, I've read this a while ago, and I'm pretty sure the numbers are cl- close to factual numbers. Um, And so what a lot of people don't take into consideration is that most actors, well, all actors that are union actors have an agent and even non-union actors have agents, but all union actors have agents. Not all union actors have managers, but many of them do. Most of them Mm do. And it's a reason why a lot of people will make family members their managers, because if you're going to pay somebody part of your salary, then it might as well be somebody that you know or that's in your family or whatever and quite honestly that never seems to go very well just 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 saying it's that whole business pleasure family money thing uh you're probably better off just paying a stranger look either way your family member is is gonna hate you right Mm -hmm. if you don't give them the job they'll be like why are you paying somebody else to do that i could do that and then it's like yeah but i have like an 80 percent chance as per history in 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 this the history in this business of you laundering money And messing me up, and then not paying my taxes, and then I'm screwed. Yeah. So either way, the relationship's over. Just accept it. Um. But if I if memory serves, your agent can't take more than ten to fifteen percent.
1: Yeah.
0: And then your manager, I take whatever they
1: want, but the standard is like ten percent. No, there's a limit. Oh, there is a limit. Yeah.
0: And then a lot of these rules are usually for California because that is where the the, the majority of, of talent and agents are coming from. Mm-hmm. I, I would assume New York is second. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so these are the L.A. numbers, uh, if memory serves. And so the, it caps at 15 percent. At and then your manager, I think, is capped at 10 percent. So your agents have to be part of like certified in that union,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is a whole other story. Yeah right? So now, oh, we get more dues and more payments and more more money uh, for that union. But so <clears throat> that's the thing. And that's for LA for sure. I don't know about other places, but so this person has to be certified and this and this and that. Your manager doesn't. Your manager could be anybody.
1: Yeah,
0: That's why they are usually. Um, And so what's the difference? Okay. So you can't get a job without an agent. Your agent is what's getting you those auditions. They're getting you th- those auditions. And then your manager may have might also have connections, mm-hmm. so your manager's kind of like the you're the the second in command on potential jobs, right? It's possible that your manager might even know more people than your agent does. Right? Cause just because you're an agent doesn't mean that you have great connections. There's a lot of crappy agents out there, right? Right. They just have like kind of low level, mid level connections. Um, but they, your your agent is who does your negotiating. Your manager right. can't do that.
1: Well, my understanding is that the agent... is the one that tries to get you the roles. And they get then, you the roles, and then and they, they do send that to your manager, and then your manager decides if
0: even it should no, it even come to your you. Ad, your agent does the negotiating. Hmm. Your manager, your manager is basically. So you have to think of it as like a corporation, right? If you work for a corporation, they're the ones that are in charge. They're the agent, and the manager is the manager of the store, right? The manager is like, here's the direction we'd like you to go in. Here's the, as as a career. Here's yeah. what you should do. Here's what you shouldn't do. Um, let's try to do this, let's not show, you know, that kind of thing. They just manage your your image more so. Yeah. Your agent is the only one who can negotiate for you. Your manager can't go in there and say, well, we want, you know, 10% more than you're offering or blah, blah, yeah. blah. That has to be your agent. And so if you take, it, like, let's just say you're, you're more of a D-list actor, which there's many of. Sure. And so let's say you do a job that's uh, for a month. Being hired for a month for this movie and it's paying you ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That sounds like a pretty nice deal, right? Where you're like you made ten grand in a month. That's pretty sweet. That's like <laughs> practically half of what a lot of, a lot of people in in you know uh, uh, in this country make mm-hmm. that have to work full time minimum wage. But let's let's crunch the numbers down here. <laughs> so when you when you file. With the IRS, so when you you, you fill out your W four, right? I think it's a W four, right? W two? No, no, I think it's W four hmm. for that. I could be wrong. Maybe it's W two, but I think it's W four. I think W two um, is what you get. W four, you fill out your W W four, right? They have like when when you fill that in and you get paid, they have no way. Like that's basically to them, you're saying that you make ten thousand dollars every paycheck. That's how it. That's how that looks to them, because they don't know, right? They're just like, oh, okay. So here's the. They 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 base those deductions on how you, are you uh, do you have dependents, single, married, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're making ten thousand dollars a paycheck, which is how that looks, you're gonna get taxed pretty high because they're gonna look at it as, oh, okay. So then you're making like what, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars a year? Right. So you're taxed at a higher bracket. Now, the next job you get, if you make a thousand dollars, it will be lower because it's like, oh, wait, it went down.
1: Do they but, do W-4s? or Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: But now that isn't to say that shit doesn't happen where people we've heard it so many times. Of celebrities that don't pay their taxes. Mm-hmm. Right. Because shit went weird and whatever. But you have all your, your information filled out. They take that they, they tax it at, the, at a, a very high bracket because it looks like you're going to be making a lot of money even though you're not. Right. And so you can pretty much figure that almost half of that is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing exact exact numbers, but let's just say it's it's taxed at 40%. Mm-hmm. So you're at six grand. Right. Okay. Right there. You still have to pay your manager if you have one, which a lot of people do. You still have to pay your agent. Right. You still have to pay state taxes. You still have to pay federal taxes. You have to pay social security.
1: Well, that's all in the 40%. Yeah, but I'm saying all of this... Yeah.
0: Comes out, yeah. But it's not like oh, you're a celebrity; you don't have to pay state taxes and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. You're you're paying a higher amount, just unless you're very rich, and then you know how to get away with those things. (laughs) They don't pay those things the way we pay those things. They don't get taxed the way we do. But if you're a regular D-list actor, right, you're get you're you're going to be taxed at the higher bracket, and at the end of the day, you're coming home with a fraction of that ten thousand dollars. However, it's taken out. during that time, it's a month. So you're not able to get work. You have to be committed to that role. Mm-hmm. So if during that time another role comes along and they go like, hey, we'd like you to start. But like at the last week of this month, it's like, I can't do it now because I, I have. And then usually you have to be committed to some type of like reshoots or, you know, yeah. we may need you. So ADRs you got to stick so. around for a little bit, week or two. We'll figure it out. And we'll see. Um, So you may have lost an even higher paying job during that time because you have to commit to that job You don't know when the next job is going to come so if there's a two or three month break Between the time that you got paid and then you get paid again and then also keep in mind It's not like a regular job where like you work your day And then you clock in and out and then they hand you your check at the end of the week you get paid later yeah after the production And sometimes you're having to fight for that, especially at that level where you're having to deal with like, hey, I didn't get my check. Where's my check? Oh, they're sending it. They're sending it. And then, you know, who knows how many weeks or month later, you know, you actually get paid for that job. So you have to have money to live off of. So when you think about it, after all is said and done, you didn't really make much more than the average person makes working a full time job in that month.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're You're. you're,
0: so those. Well, my point was, so those residuals and things. Are super important. And also, by the way, you are taxed on your residuals. So it's not just like that's free money that comes flying in towards you. You are taxed on your residuals. So what, whatever you get during the year, you have to pay tax on. You pay, t- you pay well, tax yeah. for that job that you got paid and then the residuals that you're getting, you're getting taxed again. Of course, yes, when they realize oh, you weren't making $10,000 every paycheck, so we took too much out here or there. That gets adjusted, but you're not seeing that money like everyone else until you do your taxes and you get your return. Yeah. So you have to have money to live off of, which is where this becomes tricky for people that try to do the keeping up with the Joneses thing, where it's like I'm a D-list actor, but I want to live like I'm a B-list actor. So I've got a $5,000 watch and a $60,000 car that you clearly can't afford, which is why you're having to do, you know, Rumble in the Jungle Cops 3 yeah. uh, and Sharknado 45, right? Because you you have to take whatever's coming to you. You're hosting whatever bullshit show and you're forced to do that because there's no other way for you to actually make a living. It's like you're too famous to maintain a regular job and you're not famous enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. To actually be able to keep work coming. Yeah. You're not famous enough to be able to rely on work being there all the time but you're... Too famous that if you tried to, like, take a job at, like, Costco as a manager, you'd probably get fired because people are going to be constantly recognizing you and wanting yeah. to take pictures and stuff like that. And, you know, we've see, we see it here all the time. Like, you don't have to be an A-list actor, like, especially up here. They just love them a D-list actor to be like, hey, this person rolled in here. We're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, it you know, everyone wants to take pictures and all that stuff. So imagine that as, you know, if you're an employer. Yeah. That's going to start getting annoying. Yeah. It's going to be like, listen, I need you to get the hell out of here because you're you're, you know, you're starting to mess with the function of this place. Um and so that's that's something to keep in mind. I don't think that people realize that they think of it as like the people that got paid 20 million dollars for a job, which let's say okay, at the end of the day they made uh 9 million dollars after they paid their taxes. There's nothing to shrug at, right? But now you've got, you know, it's what's your lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Do you own a 30 million dollar yacht? Yeah. Cuz those are expensive to to Maintain, Maintain, yeah. So you you know you you need those you need those jobs to pay you as much as you possibly can. Now that's where you you know you lose me because I'm like you don't need a third million dollar yacht, but I do. I feel for those for those actors that are just trying to like make a living. Yeah, well, her example
1: was great. It was like she cited something specific. She made 150 grand Mm -hmm. for something for six months of work, and it's like that's wow, that's great money. But then you realize that literally. 80% of that you get you walk away with 20 to 30% of that right you know um because you pay taxes and at that bracket you're paying half then you got to pay your team for getting you the job Mm -hmm. which is 30% of the 150 Um, yeah that's another
0: thing to keep in mind
1: so that's that's you know you're that at that point it's 20 to 30% of whatever you have that whatever that thing is so when you see celebrities and you know they made a million dollars for the film and it's like I mean look that's still you know 20% of a million dollars still a lot of fucking money but it's not a million dollars.
0: If any, you know what to do with it, right? If you know how to live, yeah. And if you're if you're you're modest about it, then you can take that. You could do that for several years until you get to the point where you're making, uh, you know, double digit millions. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people don't do that, right? They see money and right away they start buying things. They get a yeah. paycheck and they're like, oh, I want to buy a, a Tesla. God only knows why. And and it's like, okay, well. I mean, let's think about this here. <laughs> was there anything wrong with your car? You know, because now it's like, well, I can't be seen looking like a regular person if I want to be considered a celebrity. So I have yeah. to look the part and I have to play the part and all that stuff. But what you had said was really important: is that <clears throat> when you have to, when you're paying your 10 to 15 percent for your for your agent, you're not paying that 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 percentage off of what had been taxed. You're paying it off of before tax. Before taxes, mm-hmm. so it's ten ten percent. Let's just say it's the lower, and it's ten percent of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, not of the seventy five thousand right. dollars when it got taxed. So you're losing so much money there, mm-hmm. which yep. is not very different from you know it's the same 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 thing. If you're you know you you start work, working your way up the corporate ladder and you're in middle class, it seems like oh you make a hundred thousand dollars. Like what what are your complaints? It's like well I make a hundred thousand dollars on paper. But when I'll all is said and one is said and all is said and done, you're really not making a hundred thousand um, dollars. Welcome to America. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was just something I wanted to touch on because you know people can be pretty like ignorant about that, and you know, and and I get it. If you don't understand it, it seems like a bunch of rich people complaining about yada yada yada. And we've always said from the from the beginning, I'm not ta- I'm not. I'm not shedding tears for people who are living in you know five million dollar mansions and, and and who make ten million to twenty million dollars a picture i'm not this isn't referencing those actors. it's for you're just a regular working actor yeah um, and some of those people are making that money and still not making enough as we'd said to actually qualify for the benefits. so yeah. that's the real that's the real shit of it, you know, is that you're 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 losing chunks of money, which is why you a lot of times you'll see a D-list actor, some C-list actors, you know, they'll be like bouncers places because they can kind of get away with that. It brings people in. If You work at a club as a bouncer. That brings them money, right? So they don't care if you're famous. They like that. Yeah. But you're not working as, you know, a tax accountant somewhere because yeah. that's going to be distracting. Um. But, you know, you go, God, what happened to that person? And it isn't always I mean, a lot of times it is because they made bad, de- bad decisions, but that isn't always the case. You know, a lot of the times it's that people aren't prepared. They, they hear numbers and they don't understand how the business works. And they're like, oh, <laughs> we're golden. Eh, not so much because now you got to pay everybody. Yeah. And then, you know, your family wants their money. Yeah. And all your friends got their, you know, they've got their hands out. And so it's, it's a fun time. It's a, great, it's a great business to be in. You should try it. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have time to watch something.
1: Well, actually, also, yeah. uh, I wanted to touch on real quick the whole Netflix thing okay um so there was this director because it boggles my mind like i'm still so con you I'm still, this director <laughs> i'm still so confused about it like the the logistics of it so for those of you that don't know and you probably do there was this director um he did like 47 ronin a couple other films or whatever and then so he got he signed a contract with um netflix to shoot a series a sci-fi series mm-hmm and I think they gave him like 44 million or something. Um, and then, I don't know, he, he never finished a, 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 even one episode. Um, and, and then, like a year later, he said that he needed another $11 million to finish it. Mm-hmm. And he took that money, went to the stock market, bought some crypto, ended up making a bunch of money, it turned like 4 million into 26 million. And then, so then he never made the thing and then Netflix was going to write it off and then he turned around and sued Netflix for not for 14 million dollars for breaking their contract with him and not giving mm-hmm. him more money or something which is f- t- completely bonkers to me this is such a wild story um because this guy's never working again and all the while he's yeah. going through a divorce with his wife who's trying to get half his money mm-hmm. you know and I don't know the story of that whether it's you know warranted or not so I can't speak on that but judging on the character of this person i'm assuming it is warranted um but yeah like and so the part that really it wasn't the whole like this guy shady and stole money from netflix because it's like whatever netflix sucks too but it was the whole like aftermath of it it didn't really seem like netflix was going to sue him or anything because they were like we're just going to write it off as a loss and i get that that's like a huge tax thing but like, is there no protection? Like, do they not have, like, what kind of contract is it? Like, if you can go to Netflix and convince them to give you money for something, you can basically do whatever you want with it. Maybe I mean, they- granted, you'll never work do again, obviously. Do they just feel stupid? Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, are they like, let's not I know sue that they're in arbitration, but they're in arbitration how did this happen? because he's trying to sue them. They're not in arbitration because Netflix was like, where the fuck is our show? Right. Which was, it, that part of it is just totally There's crazy There's to something me. we don't know. Of course. Well, that's it's like why it's so crazy, know, because, because it how? sounds like if I'm giving anybody millions of dollars to do something and they don't do it, like, th- how do I not have something in the contract that says, like, you know, is it just like a Kickstarter at that point? It's like I, like, I may make it, I may not make it. Who the hell knows? You know, and so and so then it gets you thinking, like, so what this guy is egregious did is egregious, obviously. But then, like, what, what would be to stop him? from saying all right you gave me 44 million i'm going to keep 10 and then i'm going to make the show for 34 million
0: mm.
1: you know what i mean like i wonder if people do that you know because if you can just do whatever you want with the money then i don't know it seems crazy to me the whole thing so if you know about it just hit me up because i <laughs> i'm really interested i'm going to be following this story cuz i want to know it's just crazy i don't
0: know i don't but know but yeah what's i wanted to mention
1: that because i just thought it was so bonkers that um,
0: I think that what we can also assume is that that's probably not the first time that's happened.
1: No, it, there's no way it can be. You, you know, know that's definitely has happened, happened
0: several times. And like, how do you get caught with your pants down that many and times? And at a time where
1: Hollywood's deciding to really tightening the reins on, you know, because now they have to pay the actors well, and the Well, like, it, that. yeah. that's how you know it's not
0: actually about that. That's how you know it's not actually about that. Because how would you let that much money just yeah. slip by and then and then replenish it. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, we didn't get, oh, well, we, we haven't seen anything. Here's more money. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah I don't know. I don't know that we'll ever get the, the real story. Well, we'll story never know
1: there. the actual story. Yeah. We can just, whatever the, whatever the media or whoever reports it. But it's just so wild that that could even happen. Yeah. You know, like I always assume that if a studio is giving somebody money to make something, that they're right there, like on set sometimes and just keeping... Especially that amount. Well, it's not like they gave him like five million dollars yeah. to make a movie. They gave this guy like forty or fifty million dollars and they have no idea what he's doing with the money.
0: We have no idea what they do with their money half the time. So I mean it's only no, fair. I,
1: yeah, I know. But <laughs> I But it's for a company to not to be that kind of like carefree or not careless. carefree, careless, yeah, with their with their money is just it's wild.
0: Hey, let maybe just be that careless in this direction. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you know the answer to that, or if you like to be anonymous and give well, us the answer to that. hopefully he made enough to live
1: for the rest of his life because he's never well, working again.
0: I don't know. I mean, if he gets Although, sued, if, if he's, sued. you know,
1: who knows this fucking c- this and What industry. his,
0: what his, uh, yeah, like, let's just, uh, to say, oh, he'll probably, he'll probably never work again. <clears throat> That's possible, but there is a, definitely a probability that he will manage to work again. hmm Um, all I'm going to say is Victor Salva and we'll end it there. So, um, we did watch a film that, uh, I was a little on the fence about. Uh I wasn't sure. I mean, like I, I was like, oh, okay. I I like the cast, but I wasn't sure like if I was going to really be into this, um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of things that we want to watch are series. And so it takes so much more time. Yeah. A lot of the movies that I want to see aren't available yet or they're coming out or uh, whatever. Um, so we watched Fingernails, which is on Apple. I think it had like a limited theater release sometime in October mm. and then went straight to Apple. Um, I mean, it is an Apple production. so. Yeah. And so this is... Uh, what's the director... christos nico nico Mm -hmm. usually that's like olopoulos but i know he's greek yeah that's for sure christos um so he's a writer director there were there were other writers involved but he is the writer director which i always am in support of i do enjoy that i was starring jesse buckley and riz ahmed and jerry jeremy allen white Uh, luke wilson had like a small part in it as well and um I, I watched a bit of the trailer and then I shut it off because I was like, I don't want to get this whole story. I would mm. like for it to be a bit of a surprise. I don't know if that's working for me. I think I might have to start watching trailers again because what's starting to happen is I'm going in thinking I'm getting one movie mm. because I got only a snippet of the trailer and then I'm or getting... Or just don't
1: watch the trailer at all.
0: Well, then how would I know I want to watch it? Because
1: Jesse Buckley's in it.
0: We'll get into that in a bit. Um, I, I'm I, I'm possibly more likely to watch something because Riz Ahmed's in it than Jesse Buckley. That's mm. just me. Um, so I don't. I didn't. I didn't dislike this movie. Yes, it was. You know, it's like it, it's a, it's a, the epitome of an independent film. Yeah. And today by today's standards, right? Uh, complete with the the pretension of being filmed on film, completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to know what that cost we could have worked that down did not to be we didn't need this to be on film at all i mean and i and from the beginning i'm like what's with the little film cigarette burn things like what did they because people will add that they'll do something yeah. on digital and then add it and i was like oh god they may, are we really doing they may this have added it as well but we don't know <clears throat> are we really doing this i don't know it seemed really sporadic and not like filmy i don't know so there may have been some manipulation with mm-hmm. that which I don't get. I get that's a personal choice. I just, I don't need it. It doesn't, I find it more distracting than anything else because I know that it doesn't have to look that way anymore, you mm-hmm. know? Like, try to understand that when that, when, when that was something that you had to deal with with film, right? Nobody at that time in the beginning, years ago, was going, I love that. Yeah. Right? It was just it like, oh, more well. more it, yeah, it was just like, oh, well, that, that that's the those are the pitfalls of filming, right? on, yeah. on film, when you when you when you re- record for the lack of a better term on film, you're you're going to have that. And so to actually seek that out, when you no longer have to deal with that imperfection is so strange to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange to me. Um, and it it seemed pretty egregious. So I have to assume that that was manipulated somehow because we watch movies on film. Your Nolans and your Tarantino's and your uh, Scorsese's that still use film and they don't have that. Yeah. So the fact that it was so like so, I mean, it would not it wouldn't exist for like it, it would just cease to be for like twenty seconds in a scene and then in the next scene it would be all over the place. They'd be everywhere and it was yeah. like what what is happening? Um, so obviously this was an artistic choice that just flew over my head. I didn't see the, the 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 need for it. Getting into the cast, like to say. That I don't appreciate Jesse Buckley is, uh, would, would be a, a farce. I, I do enjoy her. I think she's a good actor, but I don't think that... I think she's typecast. And so do I think that she has range? Yes. Do I think that she's given the opportunities to show that range? No. I've seen a, vari- a slight variation of the same character in every movie that I've watched her in. I've seen her in maybe five things now. She's been the same person mm-hmm. in every single film. And down to, uh, you know, she has a very quirky smile. So that's just how she smiles. And so it becomes part of her character. And I understand that. But it's like her delivery is the same. Her, her character's emotions are the same. Their emotional range is the same. They're like the same person just in another movie with different people. And I'm not, I'm not really sure why. Because I, when I see her in between films, this is not the case. When she's not filming, when she's on the red carpet, when she's doing an interview, you just see her casually existing. This isn't the case. But for some reason, whenever she's cast in a movie, there is a deliberate decision being made that her character have the haircut of a hyperactive orphan. (laughs) And I don't it's so distracting to me because who the hell would ask for that haircut? Yeah, no one in their right mind is asking, is saying like, excuse me, going to their stylist and going like, give me nine-year-old had too much gum and a pair of scissors. (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. I, as a grown woman, would like to walk around looking like I cut my hair with a pencil sharpener. Mm -hmm. And it's in like all of her roles. Yet when she's not acting, her hair is normal. It's usually shorter, but it's like styled and normal and she doesn't look like an unhinged toddler that got access to the big girl drawer yeah and so it starts to like you remember with uh in up what was the wife's name was it ellie or i don't remember i might have just i don't remember her name when she pulls her helmet off and her hair just like is all over the place <laughs> like that's how she looks and then it's like i'm like whatever position you put her in, where you're like oh she has a professional job i'm like does she <laughs> Does she does she have a professional job with that haircut? Is she a working gal with that haircut? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it one bit.
1: I mean, I wasn't as as um, I mean, it wasn't as as egregious the hair to me. You know, I just felt like that was the hair. It didn't seem that odd. I guess she,
0: because that's the only way you know her.
1: Well, no, I mean, just as as any character there, I didn't really feel like that. Haircut her was hair that was crazy.
0: unhinged. I'm yeah. sorry, it was it's unhinged and it's like there's like levels to it like every film they'll go a little crazier than the other or this person tones it down but it's always this like but I think it looks like it hasn't the, uh... been washed and like it's been like it's been cut with with a with two butter knives it's just why and it to me it's look th- there's a reason why hair and makeup and styling is important in a film right that's the way a character looks so when i'm Watching an actor, and it's like, well, why does she look exactly the way she looked in that other film? And then she looks like a, a like a, just a, a, there's a slight variation of how she looked in that other film. It's all, it starts to become the same. And then when she's playing the same character, I don't feel like I'm watching her in anything different. Mm. And so then I start going to the other people because I'm just like, well, I've se- I know what she's going to give me in this. I've seen it five times already. I've seen her play the same person five times with just like little, little variants in it, but it's the same thing. And I don't think that it's her. I think it's that she's very much sought after for, like, we need somebody who's, like, quirky but familiar. We need, mm. like, the quirky, familiar person that's a strong actor. And it's like, just what's Jesse Buckley doing? And so then this is the – for me, this is sort of, like, the, the these are the pitfalls of being typecast because you don't get to actually – Or she
1: goes after these roles. Who knows? I, mean, I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean – as... If that's
0: the case, then maybe she doesn't have the range I thought she did. I'm yeah. sorry, just because I I think she does though, because I've seen her, I've seen her like oh, you know almost get there, and then it, then she gives me the same thing that mm. like I I always know how it's gonna end. Mm. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think I like that a little better than you. That seems to be a an ongoing theme in our podcast as of late. Because um, it's,
0: you like everything. And also, you kind of have a thing for girls that have hyperactive orphan haircuts. Yeah, I like... I realize that I'm married to hair. Him Because I I made a bad haircut decision. And I had the wherewithal to be like, this doesn't look good. And you're like, whatever. I thought it was cute. I don't know. Exactly. Uh,
1: Yeah, so she, I don't know. I, I really like the movie because there's just something about the movies. That, this reminds me of that... Um. That movie that, um, Aaron Paul and, um, uh, uh, um, uh, he, he, what's her name? I don't know. Um. What was it about? It was, it was like she, he was training a girl, but he wasn't a very good trainer. And. Oh. You remember that movie? Yeah. So it's, it's like these, it's, it's like in this world, it's like, it's, it's real life or whatever. But it's like there's just something slightly off about the world always yeah the the way that people react to things, um you know duel duel, yeah, um,
0: I liked that better than this
1: that was good, but like there's just i i i i I've been feeling I, I really felt drawn to that idea of just this world where things are just a bit off. It's like there's nothing egregious, it's not like people are acting weird. But they are a little bit. And it's just, it's just, and so that for me, the haircut was like, was fit in this world because it was just a little bit off. Everything was just a smidge off. 100%. People, if
0: I hadn't seen it so many times before, it would have yeah. fit here. If it wasn't that somehow that haircut fits in every world that she's been in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so it was, uh, it, to me, I really liked it. And and i, I um. <coughs> Kind of, like I said I'm kind of drawn to that idea and because I think it adds something you know there's just so many only so many like look the the, the idea of the film it, spoilers obviously we always spoil everything um is you know you have a couple and then the the woman is uh in the couple is attracted to somebody else I mean that's that's really it right but you're building this whole entire world No
0: of- absolutely not see my, that's interesting no because for me my my gripe with it was that if i have if my choice is something like this or another remake of something obviously i i would much rather something like this but my problem was that it was as safe as it could possibly be because we've seen this movie before we've seen this that's what i'm saying like
1: the, the 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 that's that was my point is that the plot isn't anything crazy so it's not that add- it isn't
0: anything crazy the plot has been done before it's like almost to an obnoxious degree because this is not the first time that we've seen this world where people try to test whether they're compatible with their I've seen this movie before. I know I've seen this several times before. This this concept. And that's that's kind of what bugs me was that it didn't really it didn't do anything that we haven't seen before. We've seen we've seen variations of this before where <clears throat> in this film It happened to be that you had to rip out your goddamn fingernails, which we'll get into in a moment, (laughs) because that was completely unnecessary. But every film that's done this, it's like this weird, like generic, like bubble Mm -hmm. where you go like, we'll name another film. It's like, I can't, but I know I've seen it. I know I've seen this before several times where it's like two people testing their compatibility through some kind of techie world that doesn't it's it's not really it's not really specific. Are they in the 90s? Kind of, sort of, maybe. Are they in the 80s? It seems like they are, but no, because there was a Forrest Gump reference. So we're definitely not there. And then you look at the cars and you're like, well, that car is definitely more 90s than it would be 80s. So it can't be the 80s. And then, but the music is all like dated and everybody's dressed like they're homeless. Yeah. Which kind of fits today's standards yeah. on fashion, which right? Is the, yeah, which so is it's that just kind like it's like, all over the place, yeah, which the is fine. A bit
1: off, yeah, which,
0: which is f- fine. Again, not a new thing. Lots of people have done that, where they sort of throw off the aesthetics and you take away cell phones and you go, "Hey, we're living in a world where you could actually determine the compatibility of two people via a machine, but cell phones don't exist, which yeah. would make no sense, right? Because we would have figured out that technology before this, and then all the computers are like eight bit." Old computers, nothing's yeah. flat. You're, you're, you have tubed screens. I think I saw a pile of DVDs, so that was confusing. Um, I thought there were CDs, but I thought there were DVDs because they were like longer. Mm. But maybe I just saw that wrong. Uh, so it's, it's, it's that little, you know, that thing where you're like, oh, we can't quite tell what timeline we're in in, in terms of history. Yeah. It's all kind of jumbled. It's just like, okay, fine. I appreciate it, but it's nothing yeah. new. I've seen it before. Sure. And then you take the actual meat and potatoes of this story which is the whole compatibility thing that they're struggling with whether you can trust compatibility and whether it matters do you follow Mm -hmm. your heart we've seen that before so there was like nothing it's like it was entertaining yes it's good Uh, good job right but it wasn't groundbreaking and I feel like the only thing that they did to sort of like push the envelope slightly on making it unique was that you were ripping your fingernails out and now that just doesn't make sense because who's doing that listen ripping fingernails out that's some that's like some guantanamo bay shit okay this is something that is actually done to people in torture sessions okay it makes no sense that you would have the technology to do this but we don't even have like so they didn't they didn't invent any kind of like lidocaine spray (laughs) medically we're not even there yet we're ripping nails off with pliers barely dealing with any kind of aftercare the world's dumbest huge bandage on your entire finger which makes no sense you would only need to bandage the very tip of your finger and the bandage would need to be 7 inches thick (laughs) and there's no way you're telling me that somebody hasn't gotten an infection he did imply that there had been a death Uh but we, we don't know how We don't know if that had been like maybe somebody had become suicidal or something or, you know. I I don't think that they were referencing the actual procedure and attributing that to their death. Mm -hmm. But you can't tell me that somebody hasn't gotten an infection, possibly lost their finger from that. I don't remember anybody getting a script for any kind of Z-Pak or amoxicillin or anything. We're just pulling fucking fingernails up, ripping out. Do you First of all the strength that it would take to rip your fingernail out in one shot like that is absolutely not the 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 gusto that they were giving me on now they were doing it like out of frame, frame. Yeah. cuz you'd have to <laughs> yeah. because you would have to pull someone's nail so hard people would be passing out from that pain and from the stress of that it just seemed like such a and not out there in a good way just like oh Oh, what if they rip their nails out? It's like, okay, okay. It, it, that's that's a that's a first draft idea if if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> and I'm not sure how we got into the the final cut with this being the method., Well, because what of the, the if different thing at the nails how, create like, different nail,
1: they they attribute right
0: Because yeah. it attributes to heart disease and all that right, shit, right, right, but right. there's no way that you weren't able to do this through a blood sample through a simple pinprick. There's no way. That that weird dinosaur machine wouldn't have been able to use that versus a fingernail. First of all, your nails are dead cells. It doesn't make sense. Well, I don't
1: think this is the type of film that you're going to like logistically break down like that. You oh, know what I'm I mean? going to
0: because if you're telling me that, that it's, you can it's,
1: and that's what I'm talking about, pop your it's nail kind into like a machine a, and tell whether like you're a,
0: compatible with somebody. Like you've got to give me some type of like medical accuracy. Not that this is a thing, but like. Give me some effort into how that would work, aside from ripping your damn fingernails out, because now it's quirky, because everybody's got their fingers bandaged, and we know that if we see somebody's hand, where they went, because we wouldn't know that through a pinprick, right? So we have to, like, make that obvious. I don't know.
1: Does it work with toenails? I wonder.
0: I'm saying, like, no. if it's any nail, if you have to, I'd rather rip out a pinky nail on my foot than my finger. That's insane. Who is doing they can't this? we
1: can go wee, wee, wee all the way home. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a
0: valid point, Paul.
1: I, yeah, um I don't know. I, I just feel like I I liked the movie a lot, quite a bit actually, and and I uh, I'm surprised to hear you with so many issues with it. I, I
0: just didn't because because it was so you close. Know, That's the thing. It was like it could have been a really good film had they just been a little bit less safe? Like I I felt like it was more of a point of like, it almost felt like the goal was to make a movie about people ripping their fingernails out and then the story became an afterthought. It wasn't mm-hmm. really about how two people could potentially be compatible and whether you should follow that, the science of that or follow your heart. It seemed like it was like, Oh, I would like to make a movie where we shock the audience by them doing this thing and then how do we build around that? And then the story yeah. popped up because we've seen the story so many times, which was sure. my point, right? It wasn't new. I just
1: I just like how Rip
0: your fingernails out for something else. I don't like
1: know. Like the the ability to like I mean, this film really is like a great kind of uh exercise in tone and how it built its tone to me, you know, like and so I was really like impressed with how it was able to kind of straddle that line between taking place in the 90s and 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 and, but then also having this kind of obscure world so and I think when you do that for me anyway I'm I give it more leeway because you know why because because it's not reality really you know it's like but so you're kind of a little different and so I would have I would have loved
0: tone over substance
1: I would have loved to well no well yeah I'm not I'm not saying that the the movie was perfect or even amazing, but it was really good. And and a lot of that had to do with tone. And the substance is like, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's some kind of love story, you know, it's not like some groundbreaking concept, uh, you know, it's not a high concept film, but it is, it is telling an old story in an interesting way to me. And so I, I
0: but it's not really an old story. It's I would a concept loved... that's pretty new that everyone seems to be jumping off of and just taking like making little changes on the same story. I guess sure. that's my problem. Sure, with I it, just right?
1: felt it was it was aside from, and you know, I agree with the, the, you know the the aesthetic of the scratches and stuff. I did feel like I know why they went on film because it was the '90s and they wanted it to feel like that. So, but I don't think it needed to be obviously. But
0: but it never said it was the '90s either.
1: Right, but you know it's there's no cell phones and and. You know, it's uh, that's the the date of the cars and and everything. Yeah. So the technology was very much eighties nineties. So f- shooting on film lends itself to that a little bit better. But I, I think you can achieve this look digitally. But whatever. Um So I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, actually, I had read that Carrie Mulligan was originally cast.
0: Oh, that's another one.
1: And then she dropped out, and then Jesse Buckley came on, but.
0: Kerry Mulligan gives me the same. She gives me Carrie Mulligan and everything. Mm.
1: But it's, a you know, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was a, a, a fun little quirky film that I like these films because it's, it's, they're not, they're so, it's something a little different. You know, yes, we've seen it before. Yeah, this I idea, guess. But it's, but it's not, you know, if it was just a straight film about this, then maybe they took the mechanism of fingernails out and it was some other construct i think you know what it would have been less i would have liked it less i mm. think
0: that's what i liked the least about it was the whole fingernails thing i just didn't yeah. think that that was necessary i think i would have it, loved it,
1: yeah i would have loved i i thought the i thought the technology of what what it is that determined the the compatibility was going to play a bigger role but it just existed in this world and so i don't know how i feel about that yet um because it's interesting that it, that they didn't Normally they would go into it and be like, oh, because it does this and it breaks, you know, like you had said, like, what's, what is actually happening here that whatever. Um, and I'm wondering if I liked it because it was just like, this is, this exists in this world and we, this, we've just come to accept it. And so we don't break down the actual technology of it or whatever. Like I thought there was a moment when the machine broke and the results didn't come up and they had to fix it or whatever, um... I thought they were going to like discover that it was just arbitrary in some way or something, you know, and it was just an exercise (laughs) in 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 testing people like if it says they're not compatible, will they still be together that sort of thing that could have been a little more interesting. If the whole thing was a test. I, to Tennessee, I wish, you
0: know? yeah, I just wish that there had been a bit more creativity with the story because like I said we've we've had this we had this flavor of ice cream before. It's the same. It's very mm. vanilla. We've had it. It's still good. It's, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just like, all right, I've seen it. and if mem- and if if I'm correct, this director is somehow connected to um the other Greek director. Uh, you've not seen his films, but I have Yorgo something mm. something. You ought to go with something, uh, dog tooth like those type movies. You've not seen those. Now those movies I like. They're fucking weird. They're deaf. They're one hundred percent your art house weird for the sake of being weird kind of movies. Like everybody acts weird. They have weird relationships. They're like incestuous and weird and 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 animalistic. And the 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 uh the setting and the 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 set design is always very like kind of discombobulated and it's meant to be that way. But the story, but but like a, a story like Dogtooth to me was much more visceral. And this was very safe. This is kind of like if you took Dogtooth and gave it to an American director, mm. which is what's side sort of weird, because I, I I you know I know this guy's sort of connected to that guy. Um and so it's sort of like when you 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 have to like dumb it down. Yeah. And then you get all these familiar faces. That's another thing with the uh, the dogtooth director. Like these are Greek. Uh, actors, I think. So, like, I don't know any of these people, which is what I love about it. Right? Mm. I'm just watching a movie. Like, I don't, know, I don't know these people. I've not seen them in anything. Yeah. It's just you're just watching a movie, just you know, to watch a movie. Where here, like you said. Oh well, why, why would I watch this movie? Well, for Jesse Buckley, it's like, okay, so now it becomes about the cast. That's all. Like you're bringing the cast in. So, my question to you is that, had that not been those actors, would you still like this movie?
1: Yeah. You don't I mean, know that. Kerry Mulligan was.
0: But you don't know that, right? Because you're in because you like Jesse Buckley, yeah. and and. Yeah, it's hard to say. And you know? so, and I like Riz. Uh, I like and so, Riz too. Yeah, but and I'm
1: and, and I was and I liked seeing Jeremy Allen White in this world because it, you know, he, him as an actor trying to stretch a little bit and not play, you know, we've seen him play, you know, this. Intense yeah, but he gave me the same. Before. He
0: gave me the same attitude yeah, as in the Bear. Like yeah, I was like, it oh, was it's still, the same guy. But it was
1: a little, but it was a little drier, which I appreciated. Sure. You know,
0: but. but to 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 be fair now we've not seen his new movie that's coming out obviously because it hasn't come out yet um and i i'm i'm hoping to get something different there but there isn't very much difference to me in from lip to uh the bear to this guy it, it's mm. the same it's kind of like a buckley thing where it's like it's the same it's 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 variations of the same character but nothing really different mm.
1: i thought this was Again, it's not like a, a a wild swing, but it is there was a, a there was differences for me in his performance here, which was more fitting to the world. It was like him in this world, still him, but well in yeah, this world.
0: he's not running around the film screaming cause, but I'm just yeah. saying like it there wasn't anything very different in who they were. He got upset kind of in the same way, and he was gentle in the same way, and it was just like whatever. um, I don't know. I thought i I didn't see I didn't feel a connection in the casting Hmm. I thought it was it was a strange combination yeah yeah, Um, they didn't really seem to connect for me I guess I I didn't I
1: think that played this part in them being not so compatible
0: for me for them to have stayed together as long as they have and for this compatibility thing to be so important to them there would have to have been a point where there should be a connection there and I didn't feel one at any point I guess with them when even when there was the implication that there maybe should be yeah I don't know it just like I didn't believe it. I I didn't believe, even though I I think they're all good actors. I didn't really believe that she and Riz had a connection. It's mm. just like I didn't really feel that like gel between them. Yeah. It it was a it was a strange casting choice for me. I I, I didn't really feel that kind of magic that you go like oh these two people yeah i could see this like I, I didn't really see that and then also i mean they're supposed to they're they're all supposed to sort of live this in this world where they're all kind of like monotonish in a way so they they i guess maybe there isn't a lot of room for that because that's part of the the lure of that tone is that everybody's sort of like subdued mm-hmm. in this weird way um even when they're having their fingernails ripped out everyone's just like la da oh oops that's uncomfortable no um it, it just I, I mean
1: it is uncomfortable i will say it's
0: more than uncomfortable far more it's than certainly uncomfortable not comfortable. when they take your freaking toenails off if you've got bad feet that's a surgery yeah they don't they don't just sit you down and go like brace yourself
1: yeah here's a metal here's a wooden spoon here's
0: a wooden spoon we're going to rip this fucker out. No, they yeah. they they knock you out or they numb your whole toe to take that off. Yeah, You don't just pull fingernails off. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I just can't. I could not get past that. I thought like surely it's because of the thing in the beginning where it's like, oh, you could see pitting or discoloration of the nail when there's hard. Okay, so that's where they made the connection and that it would be a nail clipping. Because why would you need, it's your nail is not like your hair where there's a root, which would have made more sense. You actually pull the root, right? You pull your fingernail off. There's, aside from blood and a little meat, yeah there's no difference between clipping the end of your nail and ripping the whole goddamn thing well, out.
1: You need a bigger sample.
0: Grow it out. How yeah. hard is that to do? Yeah. Just grow yourself out a coke nail for a couple of months, clip that fucker and send it right in there.
1: Yeah. That's the way. See, I it's think just, I just a lot did, of what you I didn't, didn't like, like it. about it is what I liked about it. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. for sure.
0: We well, this is why we review stuff, right? Because we don't, we're not going to sit here and like pretend we like something because the other person does or doesn't. We just have a completely different take on it. And I just didn't, I didn't dislike the movie because, like I said, if I if I have my choice between this and some remake bullshit that you know, uh, um, cash grab type Chris of film, huh?
1: <laughs> Something that Chris Pratt's in. Ugh.
0: <laughs> Not a Chris Pratt fan, you know. Th- then obviously, I, I appreciate this. I just felt like to have the this platform, and then you have these actors like do more, like because we it, it was so safe. It was just so safe. Mm. And and I guess I guess because of the 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 dog tooth connection, I thought I was gonna get something that was like definitely weirder. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's basically like a quirky... It feels like a quirky American indie. Yeah. And I thought I was going to get something else. Yeah. It's like a little, little more obscure and like edgy. Hmm. And it's like we've, you know... There's so many movies like this that... I don't know why this concept is like such a... I mean like... I understand why it was attractive initially.
1: It's a way to make like a romantic comedy. Sure. Not really romantic comedy, not com- romantic yeah, dramedy. Sure. Um, without being so
0: mainstream. Right. But, but, but this specific concept, hmm. this specific thing of like compatibility and like testing compatibility. I, I don't know why, like when this became a thing that everybody started jumping onto that bandwagon yeah. of like, what if these couples are tested by... You know uh, the the questions that they would have in their compatibility and whether they should follow their heart or whether they should follow the science. And it's always the same thing. And it's like I don't. I just wish we could do like somebody did something different. Hmm. I don't know. I'm well, like kind of. I'm 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 done with this. Like right. I don't want to see this.
1: Then you do it.
0: I don't like this kind of thing uh, to write.
1: going to say, we could have could really you know. I don't like a love statement in this,
0: stories. No, yeah. I, I don't know. like love stories. I don't I I I leave that to other people. I don't write love stories. That's not my thing. Mm. But like I've seen stuff that um I don't I I uh, something like Upstream Color, like that kind of shit. I love that. Like I it, it has those aspects of two people meeting and then that it, it was it's you don't know where it's going. I like I like when I don't know where a story's going, but I already knew where the story's going. I even though I didn't watch the whole trailer, I'm like, obviously she's like the second this guy didn't want to rip his nail out. I'm like, he's gonna rip his nail out. She's gonna rip her nail out. She's gonna test it behind his back. They're not gonna be compatible. There's gonna yes. be a fucking thing, and the, like I already knew everything that was gonna happen from that point on. Hmm. And so that's kind of like where I was just like, I don't want to be able to guess the rest of the film because it's sort of starting to spell everything out for you. I mean, you already knew that from the beginning, you knew like the second Riz got in there that she was gonna have this connection with him. And so now it was gonna test her and Jeremy's relationship, especially when they're doing like the, um, well, the fact that she lied to him for one, right? Because if you're so compatible with somebody, you wouldn't feel the need to lie to them. And then they're doing the pottery thing and he's not into it. And it's like, okay, so obviously on paper, they're compatible. But in life and in interests, they're not. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that's fine. But then I knew exactly like how everything was going to go. And I was like, oh, it just it got too. Listen, I'm not that bright. Yeah. It's not because I'm some freaking genius. You know, it's just like I, it just seemed very, very safe. All right. And I thought it was like a, a decent movie. Like I'm not shitting on the movie like, oh, it's a bad movie. I just felt like. There, an opportunity was lost there. Yeah. And I would really like to not see this concept again. Hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> so here's another interesting fact about it, because I like looking up the... Oh, okay. The did you know? Um, what, what did you find out? That when Riz's character gave her the, the book War and Peace to read while he was getting ready or whatever, she was actually in a BBC remake of War and Peace. Um, Jesse Buckley was. Uh-huh. And then there was a mistake where... He says he's gluten intolerant, right? But she got him chicken noodle soup.
0: Yes, and,
1: and it was shown. He was shown as having the actually. The noodles in there.
0: I did not catch that. Yeah. I did not catch that.
1: Yep, I like reading those eyes because I I
0: absolutely did roll my eyes when he said he was gluten intolerant, and then I went, "Oh, we're definitely not in the '90s. Nobody said that shit back then." Nobody knew they were gluten intolerant in the nineties. Yeah. You just suffered through it because medically we didn't give a shit about those kinds of things yet. Same with peanut allergies; just didn't exist. Um, and I actually had made that point when he said, when were, she was eating, offered him the sandwich, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gluten intolerant." I was like, "All right, what year are we in now?" Yeah. What year are yeah. we in? Nobody would say that in the nineties, um, but I did not catch that there was noodles in the soup.
1: Yeah, and also apparently the shoes that Riz Ahmed was wearing didn't exist in the time period.
0: I'd never looked at his shoes. Yeah, so.
1: so that was just another one that. They had oh, listed.
0: well, yeah, actually when they were walking through the mud, he had a black, like a black sneaker that had like a white lettering on the tag. I so I, ob- I obviously did see his shoe cause I could, <laughs> I could describe it in detail. Yeah. And I thought, wow, they're just going to wreck their shoes like that in the mud. Mm-hmm. The, those were some, some sweet trainers that he's got on there yeah. that are now destroyed. Um, yeah, I don't regret seeing the movie. I think that, you know, I, I love when, when there's an original idea, but I just feel like let's not get too comfortable.
1: Yeah, yeah. want
0: to see really different. I would rather see a film that isn't made on film and is made on, you know, some lowly digital camera, yeah. right, with some actors that I don't know. Maybe I know one, but I don't know all. Um, that doesn't have an expensive set and wardrobe because everything has to be like obscure and all that. I would just rather see a straightforward, well-written story. To me, that's the thing. Like, do I appreciate those things? Absolutely. But for me, it's always going to be the story. And saying that I like the tone of something. Like, oh, I like that little trick they did where we, we didn't know what year it was. Sure. But then the story was safe as all get out. So I can't credit some like, I don't watch a movie We don't watch movies for set design solely. That's supposed to come, that's like in conjunction to the story. The story should come first. And those things are just, that's just what makes it go from really good to great. When you go, this was a really good story. It was a solid story. It was original. I loved it. And then the set design just was amazing and it added to it. And it's like, oh, that's really cool. But it's kind of like when we go, we start a film off by going, first of all, the cinematography was great. Usually there's problems there for starting out with that because your cinematography should be great, especially now with what we're able to do with what cameras are able to do. Your cinematography shouldn't be bad, right? right? So it's like the very least. (laughs) That's like getting credit for writing your name on your SATs. Like you should know that by now. If you're taking the SATs, I would hope you knew how to spell your name. (laughs) And that like so that's sort of how I feel about that. Do I understand that? Yes, yes, I appreciate Ah yes, they created this really different world and all that, and and it, it, they, you couldn't pinpoint the time that they were in. But then, if you're giving me this vanilla story, it's like, well, so then all you gave me was set design, and I didn't come in. I didn't come here for set design. I came here because I see these three actors that I would never think to put together, and I'm waiting for a really great story. Mm. I didn't get that.
1: Mm. Fair enough. Yeah,
0: that's just those are just my my two pennies. Yeah, and who the hell am I? Yeah. Absolutely nobody. Yeah. So. You know, but this is what we do, we give our honest reviews, yeah, and uh, that's how I feel about that. Yeah, it's and a that's short it. one, it's a short one, yeah, it's a short one, <laughs> it's a, it's a short one hour review. Yeah. Uh, well, we did get into the cycling a bit. So, next week, we have a really special guest. Uh, we have a, a DP Oscar Ignacio Jimenez, who uh, is, did the cinematography for um, um uh, the
1: integrity, of joseph, integrity of joseph
0: chambers and, and for killing, of two, killing lovers, of two lovers which you know that we yeah, absolutely fans. love big fans great stories there yeah just saying yeah. not a whole lot of bells and whistles going well, on i mean you think great about it that you can tally. break it
1: down like guy gets shot in the woods and he brings the body to the police you could do that with anything that's what i'm saying you could do
0: that with anything
1: but i feel like when you don't like a movie you're more likely to break it down to its um no most simple
0: no, story. because any 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 story can be can be explained in in one sentence, right? You can yeah. do that with anything. But
1: I mean, how many times do we have to see a movie where somebody gets shot in the woods, they think that they're dead, they bury them, but the, uh, the, yeah, they're that still happens alive, all and then they the got to time. chase them down, and <laughs> they talk about the world, but then sure. yeah, changes yeah. his mind and then brings them <laughs> yeah, to the police. Exa- I mean, how exactly. many times do we have to see You've this You've just, just proven story. my point.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, it's an original story. As old
1: as time. <laughs>
0: it's an original story, and that's what I enjoy about it. So for me, if you're going to if you're gonna follow that trope, the, independ- the indie love trope, then you've got to give me something new.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's so, uh, so many stories about – like every story about love has been done, you know, because it's like, like how many different ways can people False. fall in love, fall out it of love, fall in love yet. with somebody, somebody else, No, but to, yeah. like to
0: tell a really – to tell a crazy love story, somebody's got to do something different. It's not going to be me because I don't write those kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. But I know there's somebody out there that can – Robert Write Michella something. And he'll do it. Shh. If anybody yeah. can, he'll figure it out.
1: He'd rather just kill the two lovers, you know.
0: I'll take that, but it's still a love story, right? Yeah. Was that not a love story? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That is that is one hundred percent a love story.
1: There you go.
0: There you go. Point proven. Yeah. Case in point, think. <laughs> That's my stamp sound. Yeah. Think. Um. Anyway, shout out MoGraph to MoGraph. And uh, hopefully, your holiday was all good and stuff. Uh, it's not a great holiday to really celebrate, <laughs> realistically. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we all like to partake in having the day off. And I, I know I personally love spending two days cooking. It's it's amazing for me. Um, well, I mean, you're the one that chose to do it. Well, because who's, who's going to do it? You.
1: We don't have to do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, Your I appreciate face. it. I appreciate it, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, you know, I don't want you to feel obligated. Is what I'm saying.
0: I have to do it. Yeah. it has to be. Someone has to do the cooking that day. Yeah. Like every other day, you know. Yeah. So what if I just stopped cooking altogether? Well, that's different
1: than oh, that's killing yourself for two that's days different. for one meal. You know, you don't do that every day.
0: No, every meal that I cook is super simple all the time. No, but
1: you don't spend two <laughs> days making
0: it. So- Hey, I if I'm making a demi or a stock, I am.
1: Mm.
0: Right, you gotta develop. You need time to develop those flavors. Or if I'm making French onion soup, for instance, that you won't eat. By the way, the
1: flavor's overrated.
0: I'm having to make a stock, and I'm not doing that all in one day because it's got to sit overnight so it gets Flavor- good and jelly-like. Rated. Anyhow, join us next week where we have a special guest. Finally, yep. again,
1: yep.
0: It's a, it's going to be a hoot.
1: It's going to be a hoot and a holler, and
0: you shouldn't miss it. No. Bye. Oh,
1: yeah!